Well, another week has passed. Is anybody really surprised? It's kind of laughable at this point. So Dylan and Chris are going to talk about it. Armchair GM Podcast brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's get into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to the routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last you all night at your next party, Raycon has got you covered. And yep, Raycon started at half the price of other premium audio brands, so you don't even have to choose between products. You can buy one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your next purchase. They offer buy now and pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com THPN. Well, Dylan, three games in the East. I tell you, it couldn't have gone better. It went pretty much <laughs> as planned. I mean, you can't really. I mean, we've been saying the team is super mediocre for the vast majority of the year. And uh, I'll tell you, one, one and one is pretty fucking mediocre. It's pretty mediocre, especially con- considering the the teams that we went up against. It's even more mediocre. It's It's bad considering the teams we went up against. Like, don't get me wrong. Buffalo is exciting and young and has a ton of talent, but they don't play very good defense and their goaltending is horrible. Um, Detroit, I'd say the the late stages of a rebuild, you know, Ottawa, late stages. Oh, you know, Ottawa's got the, uh, the old goaltender playing his like second or third game ever first game of the season you know made three stops all season beats calgary <laughs> it was uh i mean yeah after after the <laughs> rangers game I, it's it's so like what do you say at this point like like we 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 have a coach that refuses like just outright refuses 
to start the goaltender that not saying he's necessarily playing better, but the team's ha- the team has wins, right? Like, how, how do you not play the goaltender that went, what, what was it, 10-0-3 in the first 13, and they finally lost a regulation game? Yeah, and you know what? Like, I don't think he's even playing particularly good. He's That's- just playing better than Markstrom. He's, he's I don't even know, what what is he, a 9? Do I have it up here somewhere? Yeah, he's nine oh three. Like that's not particularly good. That's not great. I mean, it's a hell of a lot better than eight ninety one. Yeah, I think I could be off a little bit, but I I heard Steinberg earlier saying it was thirty sixth or something like that in the league uh, for goalies that have played fifteen games or more. That's Vladar. Wow. So late 30s somewhere i can't remember the exact number but i was like holy shit that's you know that's he's that's, a backup on every team that's <laughs> that's not even okay to be honest like it's no. but for whatever reason we we feel more comfortable when he's in the net than when markstrom's in there it's the the timing of the saves and no he'll make the first few saves of the game and let the team settle in, I think, is the main thing. That's a huge thing, right? Like, starting off a period down within the first three shots, it's it's got to be killer on the team. Like, there, that has to be deflating on the bench. Oh, deflating is the perfect word for it. You, mm-hmm. you just, like, you don't see it because they're good at hiding it a lot of the time. Yeah. But you can just tell they're, oh, again? Yeah. Like, again, fuck. yeah, yeah. And it's 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 not like it happens often. It literally happens every fucking game. Every yeah. game. Like how is that even possible? You know, for you know, for the longest it's 100% time. It's hundred percent between shot. his ears. Sure. But that doesn't matter. It's that, time to not worry about what's in between his ears and play the guy who gets us right. points, even if he's not that great. That's right. And like I'm all I'm all for making sure players you know, have a good surrounding, they're happy, they're, they're comfortable, you know, all that. I, I get that. But at some point, like this year he's getting paid $8 million. Yeah. Like, We're 54 like, games like, into the season. It's like, uh, You need to do better. You yeah. have to be better. Like, like you, And if you're, you're not, then... To be damned. Like, you have to be better. You absolutely have to be better. And if you're not, then you have to be okay with sitting the fuck down for a few games and letting... Um, letting the other guy play yeah and let's be honest the the goalie situation is like 90 percent of what everyone's talking about all the time which is totally fair um it's it's old but it's relevant that's right and and you know we talk about our our lack of scoring a lot like as far as fan base goes and how bad our defense is but when you look at the comparison between last year and this year at this time, our, our scoring is pretty close to what it was last year. Yep. A, as a team, our our plus minus and our and our defensive and our, our five on five goals against is really damn close to what it was last year. The only thing that has changed in 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 that entire equation is save percentage, and and goals against average. Yeah. So I mean I mean. It, 
it's I'll, striking I'll, I'll... it's striking how it can be so similar to last year how yeah. so many stats can be so similar to last year and we can not be doing well you know well that's right i mean especially since nobody else in the pacific is doing particularly well that's right like we how how many um how how many shutouts did we end the season with last year i i think i think markstrom had 9 here let me let me take a look while you're having a look at that, when you think about how many we had last year <clears throat> and how good the goalie tandem was with the same two guys compared to now, like we have not gone into a third period with a shutout. No, I don't think. Have we gone into a second period? Oh, yeah, Vladar has. Vladar has, yeah. So Markstrom had nine last year. I was right on that. Yeah. And Vladar had two. Yeah, so, so we had 11 shutouts last year. Uh, that's all together. I don't know how many by this time, but I know Markstrom had most of his by this time. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, like we have less than 30 games left, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if we get 20, one, great. Yeah. You know, if we if we do end up getting one, great. I don't I don't even particularly care about that. I like Shut out, no shut out. I don't give a fuck. Win. I don't okay. care. Show me two points, right? Show me two points. Improve your save percentage. I don't care about shutouts. If you let one in, that's fine. If you let two in, that's fine as long as we score three or more. Just like stop okay. doing this shit like you did in fucking Ottawa, where you looked pretty fucking good as far as saves are concerned. I have a bone to pick and we'll talk about that in a second. But as yeah. far as saves are concerned, looked really good until there was four minutes left in the game and then like let three shots out of or three goals on four shots. Yeah. And lost in overtime because of it. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Except for the overtime goal, I think they were very nice shots and, and good plays, but He's got to have one of them. He's just got to fucking have one. He he really does, right? I mean, I I understand. Yes, the defense in those situations they weren't. I, I sorry, I can't even just say defense. Like the entire team, we couldn't get the puck out of the zone. I get yeah. that, but at some point, when you're getting paid eight million dollars, you you just need to make the save. Well, he's getting right? paid six, but yeah, he's getting paid eight this year. Oh yeah, sorry. His his hit against his, the cap is his six. his I, average yeah. is is six. Yes. Yeah. But he's getting paid eight million dollars this year. Yeah. Um, even if he's just make even if he's making six, like even if you're making three, right? Yeah. It's it's, it's literally it's literally it's your job. Safe. That's so that's your job. Yeah. That's it. Do it. And the bone to pick I have also, and it's not really like haha, you know. I I told you or anything like that. It's just everyone was saying he played pretty good up till then, but I saw the confidence that wasn't there every yeah. time he played the puck. He stumbled on it two or three times. He yep. misplayed it a couple times. He got bailed out by the team a couple times. He wasn't sure what to do a couple times. Like it, like you can just tell he's not confident, and the way he the way he left after that fucking overtime goal went in, he just like he just glided that, away. That that well, I mean he 
that overtime goal was he should have had this. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. I don't, I don't care who it is. Like that, like it went through him. Like he didn't. He. It's almost like he didn't even make an effort to make the save. Like he had already cashed out of the game. Yeah. At, after sixty minutes. And. Yeah. yeah, and and because you know, likely because of how bad he was for the last four minutes of the third period, right? Yeah, you know, um, uh, Specter on on nine sixty this morning. I was listening to him, and 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 they they posed the question to him: What's more concerning, uh, Markstrom or or Huberto, right? And and Specter's answer was, um, not not Markstrom because you know you can always put in uh, Vladar and 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 go with that right uh, uh and then he said his what he finds to be more concerning is huberto which i think is just a a horrible a horrible take by him i wonder so, if he's the guy that wrote that article that's mm-hmm. been going around about how huberto is about to break a record for um the biggest downturn in points in the season or something like that because that's mm, i haven't seen I, that article but but in and his reasoning was, you know, you know, Calgary doesn't have another Huberdeau. So if you don't have Huberdeau producing, then you know, what are you gonna do? Well, when Huberdeau's not producing, we're still scoring right now. That's right. And and I thought it was just it was a really weird take when I when I heard him say it, I went, hmm. I don't know, like, dude. I don't know. If you, if you look at the Buffalo game, Huberdeau had two assists on seven goals. Like, right. I mean that's that's an outlier of a game for Calgary. Don't get me wrong, sure. But like the the New York game, how many points? I can't even remember how many points he had in that game. Um, see any? None. He had zero points in that game. We scored four goals, right? Five goals. And it, you know he had a he had an assist against Buffalo. Like yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want more from Huberto, and I know Huberto wants more from Huberto, and I know he can. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he I'm can not really worried about fifteen points, but but he's you know he's he's producing. He's right? producing like most most nights. He's you know, got uh, thirty six points in fifty one games. That yeah. is underproducing a hundred percent. Yeah, but I would say if he had. You know, six or seven more points, people would be way less upset. Obviously, but well, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. Yeah, I'm I, not upset with Huberdo as much as I am with Markstrom. Yeah, absolutely. If Huberdo Markstrom takes... didn't have to change systems or teams or fucking right. parts of the fucking world, and his defense, you know, is is one player. So I guess two players different than what he had last year, but yeah. it's really only one. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if Huberto has this point production next year, when his new contract kicks in, I'll okay, be upset. Fine. I'll, 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 I'll voice my opinion about it at that point. Mm-hmm. But right now I he's making, highly doubt it. He's I making highly, what it. he's making what Mangiapani's making and nobody he's is got, talking about him. He's got six more points than Mangiapani. Right. But nobody's talking goal. about that, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Um 
No, I agree. Like, I am. I, I'm not even concerned about Huberto, honestly. No, like, I'm not. I, I'm not even slightly concerned. Like, because he's, he's is it disappointing? Better. Sure, but I like beyond a shadow of a doubt, I would put fucking a hundred bucks on it that that he gets back to around a point a game next year, no problem. Yeah, I was going to say have gonna, off years. He's, he's going to be in and around the eighty point mark next year. I'm not worried about that. I'm more concerned about Markstrom, but Markstrom's having a bad year too. That happens. But I'm more concerned about Markstrom because Huberto shows signs of confidence. Right. Huberto shows signs of improvement. Markstrom doesn't. That's right. And and let's be honest, Markstrom's situation has been going on since the second round of the playoffs last year. Yeah. Right. Like he he was exactly like he is now. Against yeah. Edmonton, like he yeah. was he was terrible, and he knows that, right? Absolutely. I don't. I don't. It, I don't understand what the difference is. I mean, obviously, I've I've voiced my my opinion in the in the Hubs Edmund chat for a couple of years now, just in us getting him because I, you know, obviously I think he's better than what he's doing now, but I don't think he's last year's guy never i don't think he's a vesna guy most years either but i do think he's a 915 guy most years ish well he's he's a 911 because right because that was his average i don't i don't know what his average is i i don't know offhand but (laughs) 915 was my guess yeah but 920 no 925 no he's 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 a average six million dollar starter in my mind, average exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. And, and if we were getting that average six million dollar starter, we would get we'd have seven more wins. Yeah, yeah. If we if we can get at least what his average is right now, okay. Yeah, I, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Right, because I, I I truly believe the team that's in front of him can take care of the rest. Right. As as we've always talked about, if you're if you're able to score three goals, you should be able to win the game, right? Most games, I'd say. Most games, not all. I'd right? say yeah. eighty to ninety percent of games. That's right. Um, yeah. take a little break for DraftKings. Sure. Yep. Let's do it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook has given new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit 
and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age, some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Well, Chris, we've got a couple of uh, more positive note type of things to talk about too. Um, how about Dylan Dubé the last couple games? Even though um, our record hasn't been fantastic or anything like that, him taking a big step um, production-wise, uh, he, he had that one goal, three assist game um, that we won, and then he had the two, did he two goal game uh, against I, Ottawa. You know what? You you know you know me. I've I've been hard on on Dylan yeah. for well his entire career here in 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 a Flames uniform, anyways. Yeah. Um, I've been really pleasantly surprised with what he's been able to accomplish this year. It's been it's been nothing short of a miracle as far as I'm concerned because he he really made it made a shift. I'm, I'm assuming his off season training was on par, and I don't. Well, he I don't... had um he was the best uh, like the most in shape guy. Yeah, at uh, <laughs> training camp, not not so... that. that matters a whole bunch but it doesn't matter a whole lot but it but it shows shows, it shows that he put in the work right yeah you know is is he training with uh with roberts or what like what's happening there how did how did this happen i'm not sure exactly who he's training with but uh, that would be interesting to to find out leading up to this year i had dylan dubay pegged as a bottom six guy for his career which as i i've always said it's fine you need those guys right there's oh there's always six of them and he makes third line money that's right um and then he and then he really came out of the gate flying on the second line with with Kadri and and Mangiapane yeah um and honestly at, at that time for for many many games Andrew was holding that entire line back like had they had somebody that at the beginning could've... of the year that the DNA yeah. line or whatever yeah. that everyone was all no, I totally agree like, with that statement. Like if they would have had somebody that could have kept up with with Kadri and Dubé, I I couldn't imagine what they could have accomplished over over the first Coleman ten, ten games, fifteen games, right? Because they were yeah. flying, it was great. They were flying, and Mangiapane was yeah, like you said, he was kind of. Uh, I mean, I know he was frustrating both of us, but he was fucking invisible. The only times he was visible is when he was button hooking and getting hit off the puck. That's right. You know, as per usual. Yeah. So, and then, then obviously, um, I can't remember what the, what the change was that, that pulled Dubé off the line. Was it originally it was, um, was dropping Huberto down. Wasn't after he, well, it was Huberto getting hurt. First of all, for the first, right. So that was a couple games. That's right. And then, and then Dubé got put down a line, or sorry, went up a line. Yeah, kind yeah, of. That's right. But yeah, and you know what? I, he's he's had a hell of a season so far. Um, I'm very confident in calling him a middle six guy. I know he's not playing in the in a middle six role right now. I he's on the quote unquote first line right now. Yeah. But to me, which, he's which is not really necessarily line. getting getting top line minutes. Right? It's very spread. Uh, between the, the top three lines for for minutes, so I I'm very confident in in calling him a, a middle six forward now for sure. 
Yeah. So his career high before this year was 32 points in 79 games. Mm -hmm. And he's got 33 points in 54 games. So he's already (laughs) surpassed his career high in points. And he's uh, his V goals away from his career high in goals. So it would be crazy to to me if he didn't uh, surpass that as well. And, you know, I, I could see him getting 50 points this year, which is not top line yeah. quality in my in my opinion. But again, perfectly fine middle six. I'd I'd even say just like solid second liner. Yeah. And that's so, kind of his ceiling to me. I, I, I and I agree. I, I believe that's his ceiling as well. Um and for me. This year, obviously, his point production has been great and and welcomed. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm happier with what I see from him when he's away from the puck, when he yeah. doesn't have it. You know, his his digging in the corners right now is has been way better. Yeah, he's he's way harder to get off the puck than than he was previous. Right, like last year and the year before, even <clears throat> we, like he was. It's it's almost like he had a target on his on his back for getting hit, like he took a lot of abuse uh, two year two seasons ago. Yeah, and then last year he was just really easy. I thought he was just timid, right? Yeah, and just and just simply wasn't strong enough. But this year, you know, I, I've been really impressed with what he's been doing away from away from the puck or even digging for it. Yeah, I I agree. His his forecheck this year has been fantastic and and his attention to details defensively has, has been way better he hasn't yeah. been giving away the puck often um and i don't know if that's partially actually i heard an interview um with him today and he kind of credited playing with Toffoli and Lindholm because he's learning those habits that he hasn't been able to learn yet and that's yeah. great to hear um well he's been on the on pk2 as well right so he's yeah, and and he's been getting power play points too. That's yeah. right, and so so obviously Daryl trusts him mm-hmm. in, in a defensive role, which well, is Daryl calls him the most improved player. Yeah. So yeah. and I I don't disagree with that. I mean either. Yeah. No, I think it's been great. I'll uh, I'll 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 be a Dubé fan from now on. I promise. Well, if he stops being who he is, then. Don't be. I, I don't care. Uh, I don't care. No, um, it, I just I'm just like, happy he's finally uh, showing what I always thought he had. I didn't um, know coming out of the last year. I didn't know if he was going to take that step. And you know me. I've been saying for a f- couple years, I'm like he's going to take that step. And then yep. finally, I say, um, ah, maybe not. Maybe he is who he is, and yeah, he does even, take that step. So. Even from our old flaming puck days, you used to say it then. I, yeah. That's how long you've been clamoring about that, right? So that's that's going on two, three years. Yeah, and so. like, yeah, no, he's he's been doing really good, and I really, uh, really enjoy watching him. And like you said, away from the puck too, he's, um, yeah. he's skating harder. And back in those days, he used to, um, we we used to have a lot of players that did this, but he outskated his head before so he was when when he had the puck he was skating too fast for his head and his hands to handle the puck and now he's not 
Now he's skate. He's still skating fast, but his head is caught up. Hmm. It's always good to be able to skate with your head and not yes. past it. Yes. You know <laughs> what I mean? I do. I do know what you mean a hundred percent. And we've definitely have talked about his, his, you know, cause that's for the first three years. That's all I heard from all the media, all the, all the, uh, fan base was how fast he was. I, mean, I don't give a shit. Like fast means nothing to me unless you can be successful with the puck while being fast. Yeah. Um, and, and I did, I did uh, mention this last year that I, one of my biggest gripes on him was everybody talking about how fast he was, but every, every race to the puck that I saw last year, he lost. So he's, he's made improvements on his skating. He's made improvements on his, on his uh, stability. Yeah. Right. And that's so. No, it's been good. I'm. I'm it would be I'm nice really if his buddy Mangiapane could do that stability thing. Sure. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing, right? Like like when I talk about what guys do away from the puck, or 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 even when they have the puck but not scoring, that's where I give Dubé the praise right now because even last year with Mangiapane with his rec, you know, his career high in goals and and all that fun stuff when when he wasn't scoring. He was essentially useless. He was a liability. He was a liability. So, I mean, it doesn't impress me that he's getting goals. It's great that he's getting goals, but it's not impressive. See, that, about... that's what I like about guys like Backlund and Coleman. And, like, when they're not scoring. That's right. They still make a still difference. They're still very reliable. That's right. They still make a difference every game. Yeah. In in some way, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's – accountability is is big – in in my books, obviously, yeah. It's, yeah. I want to bring up one one thing here that's uh, a big positive for the team, and and I hope it really brings them together because some fucking something needs to, um, and that's uh, you know after Rasmus was hit by a vehicle the other day um, in Detroit, uh, he was back on the ice today. Yeah, that was which good. is great. He he wasn't in a non-contact uniform, but he was on the fourth pair with Mackey. Yeah. Um. So that leads me to believe that I don't think he plays tomorrow, but uh, but that's just my thought. I I don't know. I yeah. haven't heard. Um. But it's great to see he's back on the ice, and I hope that the team rallies around that because that's a fucking scary ass incident. Um. Even though, you know, they knew he was okay right after. Uh, still a pretty scary incident, and uh, yeah, I mean, okay, being physically okay after something like that is is one thing, but I mean, what a what a scary thing for him to go through. Oh, right? yeah. like like I'm shaking I'm sure, the fuck up, right? I'm I'm sure mentally that that probably brought him down th- three notches. Like holy cow, yeah, I mean that's 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 outrageous in a crosswalk. Like, like, was was this driver charged? I sure hope so. Uh, I I have no idea. I haven't even heard about that or, or seen it asked or anything like that. But yeah, um, though though in in the states, their 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 laws are different for pedestrians than they are here. So who knows, right? <clears throat> is a scooter a pedestrian? Uh, I mean, technically, a scooter's not a pedestrian here, so I would imagine not there as well. Hmm. 
Well, anyways, it's it's glad to hear that uh, he's he's doing better. He's skating, so uh, skating with the team, so that's good. Um, yeah. And let's yeah, talk right. about Jacob Peltier getting his first goal. You know what? I what what game was that? Was that the Saturday afternoon game when I said that I felt like he was going to get a get a goal? Uh, can't remember what what game that was, but I. I I was confident that he was going to get a goal about a game or two before he did. Oh, I think that yeah, that was the Buffalo game, wasn't it? Because we were down to nothing. Yeah, we were down to nothing, and then he sparked the the seven in a row. Yeah, well, that's when he did score. Yeah, but what game was it then? I can't remember what game. I, I do was remember talking. you saying that, but I, I can't remember which day it was. I think it yeah. must have been. New Can't York or Detroit or something. He, you know, obviously we've had the two, you know, the the two major call ups. We'll call it with Phillips and and Peltier. He is in to me in in my eyes. He is he has made it difficult to take him off the ice, like to to not play him. Like he's worked his ass off every single game. He's and I think that's a common misconception about our coach. Right. Is that he doesn't like playing kids. He does like playing kids when they play like that. That's right. And Work he's not hard. even producing. He's got one goal in five games or, or however many games he's played. Like exactly one point. He's not producing, but it's those, he's playing it's those, hard. He's making those games or those plays he's making away from the puck. Right. He's working hard. He's he's creating chances for his line mm. mates. He's he's accountable. So. Yeah, it, it's been it's been refreshing to see a call up that that actually has put forth the effort that he has. It's and great, I'm, and I'm glad that he was finally rewarded with a goal. And Me what too. a goal it was! Yeah, like it wasn't just a little fluke goal. Like like he busted his ass to yeah. get up into that play, and you know, it was that uh, pass from Cadre, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was actually a really nice setup. Like it yeah. was a nice. Uh, play altogether because Huberto put in the defensive work, right? He was yeah. on the boards in the defensive zone and kind of sprung Kadri and and uh Kadri waited for Peltier. He kind of like wrestled his way around. I don't know which defenseman it was, but he yeah, wrestled his way around a defenseman and Kadri waited for that to happen and got him the puck and went in and scored. It was it was actually just a all three players worked really hard yeah. for, for that point. And uh it was it was great and then when we got what what four goals in the next three and a half minutes or something like that like yeah it was, it was crazy something <laughs> something ridiculous it was yeah. uh i know it was three goals uh four goals in five and a half minutes three goals in under two minutes Yeah, and and you know when when you can have the the kids spark the team, and and, yeah. and then everybody rallies from from there. Like it, it was really good. It was really good to see. It's really good to see, um, what they were showing on the broadcast during the game or just after the game, of of how how much of a celebration he had every time there was a goal, and and. I think it was Kadri when he when he came after his goal, he you know, kissed him on the helmet and he's 
high five in everybody. Like he he brought the energy. Yeah. He changed the game. He really did. A hundred percent. His his energy, yeah. his excitement and his yeah. uh his happiness, because that's something this team has been missing is is uh smiles. Yeah. yeah. That was it was refreshing and and and, and I, I hope I hope that, that Jacob can can be a a, a player on on this team for well for good to be honest with you i really me love too. his effort me too and speaking of good effort um he doesn't generally pop off on the score sheet although he kind of did this game but uh dennis gilbert man he's uh that shot holy shit and it's funny because when he was when he was talking about it post game he said he didn't get all of it he was surprised it went in because it shouldn't have he said i was like that i was thinking to myself like that was a fucking rocket man yeah like he's talking <laughs> out his ass like there's no way he didn't get all of it like that thing that was fucking coming in hot yeah <laughs> and yeah. like so um peltier with his first goal ever yeah. that was gilbert's second goal of his career first goal of the season. Yeah, first goal of the Flames. In his hometown. And it was his first two-point night ever. It, it, it really was a great story. Yeah. Like it, it really was. And I'm trying to I'm trying to take positives out of the stuff, Chris. Shut up. <laughs> no, no. And there and, and if you look at it at the way he's played since getting uh, called back up, I don't see how you know, when Anderson comes back, I don't see how how Gilbert doesn't replace Stone. I was thinking that too. And I don't mean, I don't think replace is the right word. I think Stone will go back to the split. seventh man. Right. He'll go, I think he'll go back to the seventh guy. You think 15 what? and 15, or you think more like, uh, more like well, a what, 25 and 10 type of thing? Well, there's 25 and five. There's 28 left. I, I bet you Stone. Maybe ten. Yeah, maybe I'd be okay. A fresh stone yeah. for the playoffs would be fucking great. Agreed. And 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 both you and I are, are stone fans. Huge stone like, fans. Like big stone fans. So I think, honestly, from from watching Stone in the last say fifteen games, sixteen, seventeen games, he looks tired. He hasn't played this much in in a few years. He's a seven, and there's nothing wrong with that. He gets no, paid like a seven, and he's an absolutely fantastic seven. Mm-hmm. Very professional about it. And the thing for me with Stone t- too is like, you and I have both been saying for a couple of years. I think like Stone could probably be a six, and I think you and I are both kind of eating our words here. Like he's he was a perfectly fine six for just under half the season, probably. Yeah, yeah. and. And he's kind of proven that he's well. He's seven. He, he, he's a year older, um, and I mean, he's he's got hard minutes, right? He's got a lot of miles on that frame of his, and and I I won't I won't talk down about about Stone. He's like, got a lot of minutes playing for fucking Arizona, <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's enough to hurt anybody. Yeah, anybody. Let's look at Mike Smith. 
I mean, look what it did to Brad. Tree living. Like, I mean, he can't make a good decision to save his fucking life. <laughs> right? Anyways. And that wasn't even physical time. Like, just mentally. He's, <laughs> he's broken. <laughs> Clearly. Rough. Now, accurate, but rough. Right? <laughs> I tell you what. Like, I, I almost used the term zero latency when, when, it, when it came to, to Brad there, but I, I didn't. Oh, that's a great segue. Right? <laughs> hey, Dylan. <laughs> Next time you're in town, are you going to stop by uh, zero latency and uh, have some VR action? I sure fucking am. That was an absolute blast. I mm-hmm. I suggest everybody go check it out. It's uh, yeah. a little virtual reality pub we went to uh when i was in town there um the absolute blast flames go there for for some uh private parties and stuff like that um it's a blast i i definitely suggest it yeah it, it really is it's a great time i mean they got pool they got the pool tables they got some uh some uh arcade games got shuffleboard stuff. They, yeah they've, they've got everything Everything you can imagine. TVs all over the place. So you, I mean, you watch your favorites, your favorite game, whether Flames are on, whether you're watching uh, NBA or NFL or golf great on a Sunday. Yeah, great selection of beer. Next time you're you're looking to try something new and and have yourself a really good time, stop on by at, at six to nine forty Fisher Road Southeast and uh, uh, check out Zero Latency. Tell. Uh, Dan, if he's there, tell him that uh, Chris sent you. <laughs> right? Is that a Lanny bit? It was a Lanny bit. <sighs> the Lanny bit. <laughs> and no, I'm not selling you a goddamn Dodge. <laughs> well, I wanted to get your your thoughts on this real quick, Chris. Um I've heard some rumors of late, including, well, pretty much just trade rumors. Um, But I've heard that uh, Ottawa has been asking about 52, about 52, about Mackenzie Weger. Obviously, he's from there. His his new contract doesn't um, doesn't kick in until next year. Uh, I can't remember if his new contract even has a no trade. I'm guessing it probably does, but you'd figure he'd waive it for there anyways, because he's from there. Um, Maybe. Um, But what do you think of that? Like that, that's, that would be a pretty quick turnaround, especially considering you traded for him. I mean, it would be a quick turnaround. Um, I don't know that he's happy. Yeah. And so if the player's not happy, are they ever going to produce the way you want them to? Don't know. I don't have a problem with his game. I I, I don't, I don't either. I don't don't think he's, yeah. I don't think he's here to produce. We've got some guys who can produce on the back end. We've got, you know, not really. Well, not, not really. Almost every single team has, has somebody on, on the D that really produces. We don't have that. We've never had that. You've got Rasmus Anderson, and that's about it. And he's, yeah, and he's doing okay, right? He's, 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 he's middle of the pack when it comes to, um, points as as a defenseman, right? Yeah, and I don't, 
I don't specifically want us to trade Uyghur. I don't either. Um, but the but thing is, is what, you look what at what Ottawa back. has that they might trade, yeah. and yeah. that is very fucking appealing. It is, right? I, mean, I don't it, know which pieces it would be, but they are stacked up front. They are. As long as it doesn't include young, Garou, exciting scoring right? wingers. Yeah, I mean, if if it if it can bring, you know, younger Kachuk back, then let's do it. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Obviously, I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> There's our uh, captain. Yeah. Right. Fuck. Uh, imagine, imagine uh, how pissed fucking Matthew would be. Oh, they wouldn't give me the captain, so I left. And yeah, now my little brother's the captain. And fucking Brady just feeding it to him in the off season. I think that'd be amazing. So <laughs> then. And then, you know, when we make the playoffs, then Matthew will have to be the drunk fuck in the stands. Just getting fed right. by the fans. Yeah. Yeah. With his butt lights and his Michelob Ultras, drunk as hell, because he's yeah. had 37 of them. Um, but, like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to look up right now. Um, Senator's cap friendly, just to kind of take a look. I, I'm not taking this um, super seriously because I don't think that uh, we're really in a position where we can trade the defenseman. We're absolutely not. The only way that would work is if Brad is super involved in the in in the Shen conversation, right? That's really the only way that works. Yeah, but because but what we... does Shen? Right, no, right. I... or or Chikrin. I've heard I've heard he's really into Chikrin, especially with the Arizona co- connection there. Right, because he was on the draft and sitting at the draft table for that. Right, um, and that's fucking expensive as shit. Right, um, but you know, obviously, I I would, I mean, not obviously, but. I would much rather have Mackenzie Weger over Shen. But... I would too. I would much rather have Shen's price point. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather have Mackenzie Weger altogether. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not like again. Yeah. If we trade a defenseman, and I've been I've been saying, you know, maybe Noah Hannafin's that guy. I've been saying for for a few years. I don't think so right now because that's just trading to fill a hole but you're making a hole while you're yeah and that's that's what trading Mackenzie Weger for whether it be you know say Alex DeBrinket or Drake Batherson probably not you know like they've got I mean yeah so sending back to Brinken I I would be I'd be on board with that at least as far as a conversation I mean he's he's a pending RFA uh, at the end of the season yeah um, but he's a fucking not this year, but he's how old is he? He's 25. He's already scored 40 goals like two or three times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would totally be down for that, but and I know that they're kind of shopping him around, but yeah, like they've got yeah. Norris and Debrinket, Giroux, Kachuk, Batherson, and Stutzel, and Pinto, and 
and this Ridley Greig kid is doing really good. Like they've got mm. enough top six forwards that they can afford to trade one for their, you know, they've got basically Shabbat and Hamannick and that's it. In the backhand right now. Yeah, right. And Hamannick took a big hit against us the other night too, didn't he? Yeah. But so it, it, it makes sense for Ottawa, I think, more than it makes sense for us because they would be bringing somebody in who almost definitely would. Well, I mean, they they wouldn't have to sign him long term because he's already fucking signed long term. Right. Right. And he's from there. Exactly. The contract is already in place. What uh, what's their cap hit right now? Ottawa. Yeah. What, what are they sitting at for cap space? Uh, 3.1 yeah, and the brink it makes 6.4 what's Uyghur's deal next year so it's, was it 6 I want to say 6.5 let, let, let me yeah. check real quick Um, I mean if we could lateral move the contract in that with what you just said I, I'll be honest I'd, I'd be okay with that uh, six two five. Six two five. See, and you know what? Honestly, like Uyghur long term at six two five, that is a fucking great number for him. Yeah, that is. was a great signing. I'll give Brad prop props when he fucking deserves him. That was a good fucking signing. Um, I know people get pissed off that he signed these guys without seeing them first, but like. I mean, there's several years of seeing Uyghur. And, yeah, I was going to uh, say, like, how, how can you say you haven't seen the guy? Yeah. They've been in the league. Right. Like several uh, years. And I, you know, again, I like Uyghur and I don't want to trade him. I think Debrinket would be a good fit. I think whoever, really, any of those guys would be a great fit for us. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, obviously, they're not trading <laughs> Hitchcock or Giroux or Stutzel or Batherson, probably. What do you, really, what do you, what do you think about having Huberdeau feeding the puck to Debrinken? I, I think that would look pretty good. Actually. With Lindholm in the middle? Yeah. Sign not, me that, up. not that I'll I want to take make... anything away from what Toffoli has been able to do this year, but we all know that he's he's not a you know a, a top line guy. Yeah, I mean so. And he's played well, and he's. You, I, I don't have any complaints when it comes to him. That's for sure. No, he's been producing, scoring almost at will. Um, here's here's a question. Hmm. If they know that Oliver Shillington's coming back next year, I know you're not a huge fan, and I'm not a huge fan, but you have. You're kind of set up for next year, should Shillington be coming back to have that Tanev Shillington pair, mm-hmm. and then you have Rasmus and Noah, and then we maybe exactly. Stone and Satterov and Gilbert and De Simone and you know same kind of deal, <clears throat> but that yeah. hole that we're talking about with Uyghur going isn't really there because at least the body of Shillington is there. I don't know how he is or anything about that. Yeah, but... that's that that's obviously the 
the wrinkle in ult- every situation. Yeah, that's the ultimate question, right? Yeah. You know, a you know, obviously Brad would know before anybody else whether or not he's even coming back, or you know, like we, at this stage without any sort of word from from the team, it's hard to have any confidence that he's ever even going to play a game again, right? Yeah, that's kind of. Like, I don't want to say early retirement, even though, like, again, not the biggest Shillington fan, but I don't want to say early retirement yet. Because no. I mean, I, I, I don't. His poor fucking kid, man. Like, after all of the struggles he's had to get into the league. Yeah. Like, he finally has a half-decent season. And and then my whatever is going on, I don't fucking know. Nobody knows. And that's okay. That's right. And, like, my my impression of what he is as a hockey player it means nothing yeah right like it like I, I, i'll i'll flat out admit that you know i'm I'm worried about him as a human being absolutely like like i don't wish anything negative uh towards oliver at all like, yeah i i hope he's able to get get his 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 stuff together get it get his life figured out and you know what, whatever is going on. Like we don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of assumptions, and it seems pretty valid. But you know, whether it's true or not, we don't know. And, we just don't know. I I hope that he's able to get his life back together more than anything. You know, and then you know, if he's able to come back, great. You know, we'll figure that out then. Yeah. That I was just throwing that out as a like, you know, what if ism. A what if ism like I'm not I'm not overly stoked on the rest of this year. You know we have a super under you know under producing goaltender. We have a super under producing superstar winger, um, under producing fucking first line center, under producing fucking everybody, basically yeah. except for like Dylan Dubé and Michael Backlund and. Rasmus Anderson, right? <laughs> um, no offense to Dylan, but he's not going to turn the franchise around. Right? No, he's not. Um, None of those guys are. No, exactly. Um, and and but, we're we're late enough in the season where you know like, what's going. I on. just I just can't. I just truly don't believe that it, there's going to be like a light switch moment where all of a sudden we're playing lights out or or yeah. un, unbeatable hockey. Like I just I don't think that moment's happening in this year, and so. So I, I'm I've come to terms with the twenty two twenty three season, as I've done so many fucking times in my life. That well, this isn't the year again, right? And it happens, and it happens every second year. Ah, uh, okay. uh, where's this kid from? Oh, he's he's American. Uh, to bring it, that is, but oh, if but if you were to bring it to bring it in, that mm-hmm. sets you up for more offensive confidence next year. Mm-hmm. Um, in theory, right? It sets you up to have like I suppose it depends on the system. What's that? It depends on the system, right? Yep. You know, if if it happens to be Daryl that's back next year, then you know, does he allow, or would he allow a player like like to bring in and and uh, Huberdeau and, and Lindholm to play outside of the system. 
Here's okay. here's a how different is a Quenville system? It's not that much different. Mm-mm. No, it's pretty similar. And Debrinket had yeah, good uh, point. What, like a twenty-eight goal season, a forty-one goal season, and a thirty-two goal season under Quenville, and then a forty-one goal season under the last guy they played for. Yeah, so, good point. I never even I I never even thought of that to be honest with you because yeah. So I don't think a Quenville system is that different. I mean, it's it's different, but it's not. It, it's, it's not, not night drastically and day different. Yeah, it's not no, drastic. it's it's heavy forecheck type of type of stuff and yeah. defensive responsibility. Right. Yeah, yeah. Those are the systems I like. Those are the systems that win championships. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah. Anyways, that was just a fun thing to throw around. Um, I like. I it. know definitely Chris and I both think that uh, the team doesn't need any major overhaul or, or anything like that. Not mid season, not not mid season. Like we're not Um, like, we're not, we're not a piece away from becoming a contender. No, at this point, we we may be a piece away from slightly getting into playoffs and mm -hmm. like, there's no sense in selling. And the only, or sorry, there's no sense in buying uh, in that in that situation. I think if anything, if it comes down to it over the next you know couple of weeks, it, it may be time to see if we can move a couple of guys out. Let's let's start building this team up. Let's I wouldn't start. mind that either. Yeah. Um, or okay. even, you know, my preference would to be to to be to sell a couple pieces off. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the movable pieces, like I don't know, Mangiapani and yeah. um, Satharov, I guess. Th- th- there's yeah. a couple. There's a couple guys who don't have no trade, no move clause, um, who would be a- appealing to a playoff team. Um, I do think it might be interesting to to see if there's any building for next year things that we can do instead of because mm-hmm. let's be honest the team's salary structure and how we're built is not it's not conducive to a rebuild or anything like that and no, it's we not. all know that a half-ass rebuild just doesn't do it no we've been doing it for 30 years right well yeah. 20 20 for sure and yeah. it's been 30 years fuck um yep. I I would. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to even trying to talk to some players that do have some modifieds or 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 full on no trades and and such see, as. I don't know. I, I'm no. I'm I'm, I'm what, curious. Like, like I've like, I've thought about Coleman a couple times. I'm a huge huge Coleman fan, but you know that teams teams have literally won Stanley Cups by paying a first round pick for him to play on their third line before. Right. I'm, I am not opposed. Like as far as I'm concerned, there isn't a single untouchable on the Calgary flames. In my opinion, there's not one. Not Lindholm. No, no. Hmm. Interesting. No. Okay. Um, I, I mean, if the price I, is right, there should never be an untouchable at all. 
Absolutely. No matter who you are, no matter I'm, if you're I'm a fucking huge, huge, huge Lindholm fan. Yeah. That's that's not what I'm saying there at all. But as far as untouchable, sorry, we don't we don't have that guy. No. And we don't we don't have we a, just have really, really hard to move guys. Because not untouchable ones. Because yeah. of contracts, right? Yeah. Um we don't have an, an elite superstar. We don't have that player. No. Not we really. We have a lot of really good grinded responsible 200 foot players we've got four of them five of them and, mm. and i'm okay with that but like i said if any if somebody's gonna throw a first round at us anybody's in the conversation that's that's look, my opinion look at it right you might as well you have to right mm. if you don't then brad should be looking for work well everybody make sure you um smash that subscribe button Share us with your friends. Let everyone know. Um, uh, check us out on Spotify if you can't watch. Um, make sure you subscribe on there too. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and check out the Hockey Podcast Network in general. There's a lot of good, uh, a yeah, lot of good right. shows about a lot of different teams. Um, almost all of the teams. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good content on there. The um, one piece I'm going to leave everybody with, if I can. Yep. Let's enjoy the last bit of the season. It's going to be rocky. Sure is. But it's fine. As Flames fans, we're hardened. Sorry, what? Yeah, as Flames (laughs) fans, we're hardened (laughs) because we've, we've been through this shit for so long. Yeah. So let's just ride it out, see what we have. With any luck, uh, you know, we've got a new GM in the in the off season. We'll okay, we'll build, so. we'll build build a, a a winning franchise again. Hopefully, like, like we had thirty years ago. <laughs> Sorry, 30, 34 years ago. Right? Yeah, thirty. I guess fucking near forty years ago. Ugh. <laughs> well, cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Go Flames, go. Let's do it. Go Flames. Being said.